Ladies and gentlemen, we present The Navy Lark, written by Laurie Wyman and George Evans and starring Leslie Phillips, Stephen Murray and John Pertwee. <laughs> Little do people appreciate what hidden tensions there are that run through the minds of various members at a board meeting when important aspects on the agenda are being discussed. Having attended some of these meetings, I'll tell you. Tension one is... I wonder when that pretty secretary in the hot pants is going to drop her pencil and pick it up again. <laughs> Tension two is... I should never have had those onions for supper last night. They're making me rumble. <laughs> Tension three is... If Charlie paid for the lunch last week, Sid the week before and Ted the week before that, it makes it my turn. So i better start feeling not very well so you can count me out, chaps, right now and pass me a <laughs> When chaps get together to discuss things, these tensions always apply, even at the Ministry of Defence, when an Admiralty board meeting is taking place, so-called because they have met and they are bored. <laughs> Decisions to make. Yes, yes, decisions, yes, yes. <laughs> big uns, yes. Nothing I like better than big uns, yes, yes. Last ones I saw were in Cairo, yes, yes. <laughs> My word, they were big uns. Yes. Oh, do shut up, Arnbridge, you great booby. Boobies, yes. <laughs> big uns, yes, yes. My word, yes, yes. Andridge. Yes, yes. Who? You. Shut your cake hole. Yes, yes. Cake hole shut. Yes, yes. Oh, hit him, somebody. Oh! <laughs> yes. No. Thank you, Vice Admiral Buttonshaw. Oh, my pleasure. Sure, 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 sure. At any time, I, 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 only too pleased to assist it. Assist, assist, assist. After all, the first sea lord was trying to speak to us. Wasn't he? Vice Admiral Buttonshaws is no laughing matter. Now then, what the hell are we talking about? Somebody should have been taking notes. Miss Simpkins, have you got them down? <laughs> Certainly not, Lord Quirk. I mean, there's a time and place for every... Um... As one who's come up from the ranks, I'd like to point no, out... No, you wouldn't, Captain. It's rude to point. <laughs> Sir, as representative of NATO, it seems to me that somewhere a bloomer has been made! Sieg heil! Sorry, pardon. Yes, bloomers! Can't get enough of them! No! <laughs> Plenty of them in Cairo. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Thank you, Buttonshaw. Oh, not at all. Oh, 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 oh. Please do it. I don't want to be difficult, but I am a sea lord, and this is my meeting. Now, gentlemen, our problem is how to encourage new recruits into the service in order to meet our commitments. So, as representatives of NATO, I take it that if it comes to the crunchers, you are unable to partake, Zihail! <laughs> oh, uh, I beg your pardon. No, no, never failed. No, no, crunchers, yes. <laughs> Call them flappers in my day. Yes, yes, flappers, crunchers, all the same, yes, yes. 
As winners come up from the ranks, I'd like to point out. Yes, yes, capital idea, yes. Point as much as you like, yes, yes. Caro's that way. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh. Good man. All in a day's work. <laughs> Thought it was going too far. <laughs> I've told you before, Vice Admiral Buttonshaws is no laughing matter. Now then, we are extremely concerned about the recruiting position, particularly in Portsmouth. We spent £40,000 on television advertising, £30,000 on newspaper advertising, £15,000 on hoarding advertising, and three quid for two lines in the situation's vacant column in the Times. <laughs> and how many men signed on last week? One. <laughs> Frankly, gentlemen, at a cost of £85,003, that makes one recruit an incredibly expensive sailor. Yes. And he failed a blasted medical. <laughs> Have you tried advertising abroad? We Germans might well be of the opinion that if we cannot beat you, we will join you! Sieg heil! <laughs> <laughs> Beg your pardon. No good thinking, Herr, uh, Herr, uh, Herr. Uh, it's so the musical, that, 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 yes, Herr. Herr, seen it myself. <laughs> Enjoy that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Where they all trotted about star car 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 No, come on, do concentrate, Miss Simpkins. Have we got anywhere yet? Well, Lord Quirk, we didn't do too badly at my flat last week. <laughs> As one who's come up from the ranks, I'd like to point out... No, you wouldn't. We haven't got the time. No, no, no time at all. No, no. Caro's too far. Yes, and she must be over 60 by now. Yes, yes. Round the waist as well, probably. <laughs> yes, and round the... Uh... <laughs> Yes, oh. right on the button, Shaw. Uh, not at all, all, all. Uh, I used to be a crack shot. As we're all now in agreement about my slogan competition, it's up to you lot to put it to the force. I'm expecting great things from you. Uh, well, excuse me, sir. We, we appreciate it, 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 it all the first sea lot. But we didn't understand and, and, uh, what you just said. It, it, it. Extraordinary. Must have been born halfway up a Swiss Alp. Alp, 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 Alp. <laughs> As of representatives of NATO, I demand to know what is this slogan competition all about? Siegheil! Thanks, uh, pardon. Oh, I tell you, I, I'm offering a prize to a member of the service in Portsmouth who submits the best slogan encouraging volunteers for the Royal Navy. As winners come up for the ranks, I'd like to point out... Very well, Captain, point away. What is it? I'd like to point out it's well past opening time. Creeping, <laughs> I mean the fool's right. With your permission, sir, meeting's adjourned. Last one in the pub pays for the round. <laughs> A very young sailor from Pompey was terribly keen on a rompy. He went into a whirl at the sight of a girl, which is why all his girlfriends look lumpy. No, that's not right, no. Because to rhyme properly, it would have to be pumpy and rumpy. Now, I'll try it again. Um, if you want to join the Navy at Chatham, you've got to be up and at them. At the sight of a girl, you go into a whirl, which is why all your girls end up fattened. <laughs> <laughs>
Henry Povey, how much longer am I to be subjected to this filth? I'm entering for a prize, my love. You've already won it. Prize idiot. But you don't understand, my love. It's the Sea Lord. He, he wants me to write a slogan to encourage recruiting. And did he also give you permission to dent my Ramona paid-for blotter with your ballpoint? Oh, I, I'm sorry, my love. I, I'll iron it out. Don't do nothing of the sort. Now then, what's this childish slogan competition about? Well, it's the first Sea Lord's idea, my love. The competition is open to anybody in Portsmouth who can write the most apt slogan encouraging new recruits to join the service. He, uh, he did hint at a valuable prize. Oh, did he? Well, in that case, to ensure that we win, I'll take over. Now, I shall put on my Ramona paid-for thinking cap. Quiet, until I come up with a gem of an idea. <clears throat> and no fidgeting. <laughs> right, got it. Take this down. Interviewer to sailor's wife outside supermarket. Excuse me, madam, can you tell the difference between an army uniform and a sailor's uniform? And the sailor's wife says... I bet her! If my husband came home and found a khaki one in the bedroom, he'd bash my head in! <laughs> Henry Pervy, don't be coarse. Now you've put me off. I shall have to think of another one. I know. I shall come up with a jingle. Now then. Become a sailor like our Jack who sails the seven seas and that. He goes into a whirl at the sight of a girl and his nickety knacks go clickety clack. That... <laughs> that does it. Go straight to the sink and wash out your mouth with carbolic. I shall continue to search for the muse on my own. <laughs> How are you two chaps doing with your slogans? Mm. No, 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 before I read to you, I, I think mine wants a bit of uh, polishing up. What about yours, Chief? Not a word, sir. There isn't going to be one until I know what the prize is. Pert, we don't flog his verbosities in the dark, you know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> hmm. Yes, well, what about... Uh... <clears throat> oh, very well, Mr. Phillips. I'll ask you what your gallant contribution is before you go off, man. Go off, man! No, no, that's very kind of you, Padre. Well, if you insist. <laughs> Better the sea, the land or air, for our sailor chaps have savoir faire. <laughs> Our uh, sailor chap said, what's it? Savoir faire, Chief. <laughs> well, I've never been issued with one of those. <laughs> no, Chief, savoir faire is from the French. Sa, as in sans sensé, meaning his, her, its, or one's. Voir, meaning see, or if it has an e at the end of it, meaning nay in truth. And finally, fair, which could be freely translated as carnival. <laughs> I see. So, <clears throat> better the sea than land or air, for our sailor chaps have his, her, its, or one's say nay in truth a carnival. <laughs>
A winning slogan, if ever I heard one. No, no, it doesn't work in English. That's why they say it in French. It all goes back to the Industrial Revolution, which, of course, was at the old-fashioned speed of 78. <laughs> and not 33 and a third. Yes, of course. Please go on, sir. Oh, don't encourage him, Chief. He'll be here for hours. No, no, this is important. You see, in those days, they had what are known as factory acts, which were uh, Elizabethan workers' playtime. <laughs> What was the conjurer like? Well, not bad. The singer was terrible there. Which was why all the sweeps shoved their sons up the chimney. So they couldn't hear him, you see. Now, as you know, it was about this time a chap called Mr. Martyr saw Walter Raleigh getting out of his coach to pay a toll. <laughs> he chucked his cape over the puddle and he charged Sir Walter Raleigh a bob for using it to keep his shoes clean. <laughs> thus becoming the first toll puddle martyr. <laughs> anyway, several hundred years later, his widow, Martyr Ahari, <laughs> ended the toll system by marrying again to a Scotsman called McAdam. <laughs> he had a factory that made roads. <laughs> Of control no, now. no, 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 it's true. His factory turned out so many roads, the entire country were covered in them. But everybody from King John, who was at the laundrette at the time, <laughs> to Engelbert Humpledink of the Unready, was, was so pleased at his roads. No, really, no, seriously. They were so pleased at his roads that they named a chap called Cecil after him. <laughs> who stood up and said, thank you, Mr. McAdam, which, of course, has now been shortened to Tar McAdam. I've never heard so much codswallop in all my pouch. Ah, that's another one. Cod, meaning fish. Wall, meaning brick edifice. And lop, meaning to chop down. That means you've never heard so much fishy brick wall chopped down. Oh, shut up! Well, of course, that only works in English. It doesn't work in French, not like savoir-faire. Will you shut up, or you'll have us all as raiding potty as you are? May I suggest that we all cork up and concentrate, or every man on Jolly Jack will submit his winning slogan before we do, which will be a crying shame. Oh. Crying shame! Yeah, well, you please yourself, gents, I'm sure. But until Pertwee knows what the prize is, Pertwee don't take part nor partake of any part of any competition in the first part until this party knows what the other party is going to part with if this party partooks. Good morning. <laughs> Uh, extension 21324, please, miss. One moment, please. This is it, Taffy. Huh? This is it. We'll soon get to the bottom of this competition prize. Shit. Trust you not to chance your arm until you show this 122 jewelled solid gold watch attached to the wrist of it. <laughs> well, what's the point of having one's relatives in high places if one doesn't make use of them, eh? Hello? Lieutenant Peregrine Pertwee, AC Evolution Inspectional Department speaking. <laughs> Hello? Chief Petty Officer Pertwee, HMS Trout Bridge, this end, sir. Watch your pedigree, boy, as tricks. <laughs> Not bad, 
that Jonesy boy? Not bad at all. And before you go any further, not a penny. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you've got it all wrong. I'm not bagging you out again. I'm not speaking from the neck this time. I'm speaking from the naval store superintendent's office. Oh, I wondered why he went reverse charges. <laughs> I presume he left his door unlocked. <laughs> no, he didn't. It's amazing what you can do with one of Auntie's old bent safety pins. Where did you get it from? I'm not telling you. There was an hell of a scene when she was in the supermarket and they fell down. Blimey, <laughs> that must have been good. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Luckily, Nunky was with her. And he whipped them off the floor, wrapped them round his bonnets like a turban and swore blind he was a guru. I wish I'd seen that. Well, what do you want to fiddle from me? You know about the Sea Lords competition for a recruiting slogan? Yes. Yeah, well, before I enter, what's the prize? You know better than to ask me a thing like that, Jonesy boy. It's top secret. Peregrine, there is no sense in the family clubbing together and putting you through Dartmouth if you're not going to help Jonesy in his hour of need. Oh, all right, then. I don't know the exact details, but it involves a trip, and it's under the code name of QE2. Hey, stone me, thanks, Peregrine. A nod's as good as a wink to a rolling stone in the glass house. I'll do the same for you sometime. Hey, our Taffy, what? the prize is even better than a 122 jewel solid gold watch. It's a trip on the QE2. Yeah, yeah I can see it now. <laughs> oh, good evening, Captain. Eh, what's that? Would I like to scoff me nosh at your table during the entire trip? <laughs> I'll just pop back to my first class cabin and change into my dinner jacket and dicky shirt. <laughs> Canis regards to Her Majesty. And tell her with me compliments that she's got a lovely little boat yard. Have a cigar. <laughs> You'll never win that competition. Never in a druid's ear hole. <laughs> the only way you'll get on the QE2 is by stowing away or stoking the boilers. Ah, nonsense. Lord Quirk may as well print my name on the first class ticket now. Yeah, but what makes you think your slogan's going to be better than anybody else's? Because a train of thought has just puffed, puffed its way into my bonce, stopped at the station, and a little idea's got out. I've got the perfect way of winning. Because with a little help from you, hey. by spreading the words while I'm about to shove into your Welsh lug hole so you can bandy them about, yeah. I'll end up by being the only entrant. Oh. And what's in it for me? A fortune. When I get back from my chat-up with His Majesty the President in his little house painted white in Washington, I shall personally hand to you a sticker rock lettered Laurel and Hardy all through. <laughs> <laughs> Come in. Uh, you uh, wanted to see me, sir? Oh, oh, it's you, Chief. Do sit down. Uh, care for a sherry? Pardon? <laughs> Have a cigar? Mr Murray, sir, before I make myself completely at home in your cabin, this condemned man would like to know what the form unmentioned mischief he's done and don't know about because he wasn't there at the time to justify a last arty breakfast of stuffing himself full of booze and puffing himself full of smoke. No, 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 you've got it all wrong, Chief. Uh, here, let me get the sherry for you. I take it you'd like a large one? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Bottoms up, sir. <laughs> very kind. Shall I cut the cigar for you? There we are. Well, if I may say so, sir, this cigar is a very good year. Oh, <laughs> thank you very much. 
Well, now, you know, uh, you know how interested I am in the men's welfare. Yes, sir. I uh, just wondered how the entries were coming along for the slogan competition. Uh, more sherry? Oh, thank you very much, sir. I take it that, uh, not that it's any business of mine, I, I take it that you've put your entry in for the contest? Hmm? No, sir. Oh. Why not? Until Pertwee knows what the prize is, Pertwee don't take part nor partake of any part in any competition in the first place. Unless this party knows what the other party's got to part with. If this party partooks. And being as this party has a rough idea of what the other party wants this party to partook for, this party isn't partooking. Hmm? <laughs> After done and said all, the soonest said, the least mended. So I'm reserving judgment on partooking, sir. Oh. In that case, so am I. Come in. Oh, uh, you uh, wanted to see me, Mr. Pitt? Oh, it's you, Chief. Is it? Yeah, welcome to the wardroom. Uh, do sit down. Oh, thank you, sir. Care for a lemonade, Shandy? <laughs> uh, no, thank you, sir. I'll have a sherry, if I may, go. You don't care to mix me drinks, sir, because if one does, one's abdomen can turn very rumbly on one. Yes, yes, of course, of course. Uh, would you like a read of my comic? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Phillips, sir, before I make myself completely at home in the wardroom, this condemned man would like to know what a full unmentioned mischief he's done and don't know about because he wasn't there at the time, <laughs> to justify a last hearty breakfast of stuffing himself full of booze and reading himself stupid. No, no, you've got it all wrong, Chief. Here, le let me get the sherry for you. I take it you'd like a large one. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Cheers, sir. sir. Yeah, very kind. Well, now, you know how interested I am in the men's welfare, Chief. Yes, sir. I just wondered how the entries were coming along for the slogan competition. More lemonade, Shandy? Mm? Uh, and more sherry? Mm? Yes, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I take it that, uh, uh, not that it's any business of mine, Chief, I, I take it that you, you've put your entry in for the contest? Mm? <laughs> no, sir. Oh, why not? <clears throat> well, until Pertwee knows what the prize is, Pertwee don't take part nor partake of any part of the competition in the first part. Until this party knows what the other party's got to part with, if this party partooks. And being as this party has a rough idea of what the other party wants this party to partook for, this party isn't partooking. <laughs> After done and said all, the soonest said, the least mended. So, I'm reserving judgment on partookings. <laughs> In that case, so am I. <laughs> Come in. You wanted to see me, sir? Oh, it's you, Mr Phillips. Do sit down. Go for a sherry? Uh, I'd rather have a lemonade shandy, sir. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Take it you'd like a large one. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Um... Oh, thank you. Yeah, bottoms, I mean, cheers up. <laughs> Very kind. Well, now, you know how interested I am in the men's welfare. Oh, rather, sir. Well, I, 
I just wondered how the entries were coming along for the slogan competition. More shandy? No, thank you, sir. No, incidentally, sir, have you, um... Have you seen Chief Petty Officer Pertwee at all lately? Uh, no, no. Oh, good. I, I mean, neither have I. Oh, quite. <laughs> now, uh, of course, uh, not just any business of mine, but uh, I take it you've put your entry in for the contest? Hmm? Oh, no, sir. No, sir. I agree. Uh, I'm reserving judgment on partooking, uh, partaking. <laughs> ah, I got you. You have been talking to the Chief, haven't you? Certainly not. What if I have? You have too. That's got nothing to do with him. And what if I have? May I remind you that I'm entitled to speak to the chief any time I like because I... I know. You're the captain. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm only a sub-lieutenant. Precisely. Trust you to pull rank over a stupid little competition. I am not pulling rank, you, 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 you cheat. Huh? Pop calling the kettle black. You know when Pertwee doesn't enter into anything that is not worth entering into. I know nothing of the sort. I, I've merely decided I'm not going to partook. Well, neither am I. From the way you pry into other people's affairs, you must know as well as I do that it's all over Portsmouth that if Pertwee is not partooking, then Pertwee knows something about the partooking prize. Then nobody in Portsmouth, including myself, is going to be a partooker. See? <laughs> Agreed. But I thought of it first. But I said it. You may have, but I thought of it. Only because you pride. That'll do. You give me back my shandy. Certainly. I wasn't enjoying it anyway. <laughs> Not surprised. It was probably too strong for you. Good morning. Good morning. Well, gentlemen, as you know, you are in my office because for some unaccountable reason, it would seem that someone aboard HMS Troutbridge has won Lord Quirk's naval recruiting competition. <laughs> Can't be me. After a little chat with the chief, <laughs> I decided not to enter. <laughs> hey, chief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, very wise. And I didn't either, did I, chief, eh? <laughs> <What? laughs> yeah, very, very wise. And neither did I after your phone call to my wife, Chief. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, very wise of you all, sir. Yes. One does one's best to help one's friends. Captain Purby here. Uh, Admiral Fafant Bittocks and Lady Quirk will be arriving almost at once, sir. Shall I send them straight in? Uh, yes, please do, Ben Chasen. And don't forget to salute. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, we shall soon know the answer now. They're on their way. Gosh, I wonder who it is. Isn't it exciting? Oh, do get out of my way, Chasen, or whatever your name is. I've got a bird with me. Bobie, old fool, where are you? I'm here, sir. Oh, good, so am I. <laughs> what are these idiots doing here? Well, they're representing Troutbridge, sir. Are they? Oh, for pity's sake, Bobie, stop standing to attention and sit down. I want to introduce this bird to you. Oh, I'm so glad somebody's noticed me at last. <laughs> I was getting terribly tired of standing here like a right nana. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry, Your Ladyship. If I may proceed, Admiral, Lord Quirk sends his regrets and me that he's unable to attend... <laughs> that he is unable to attend today. Now, in this envelope marked QE2, I have the name of a fortunate winner. I'm terribly sorry, madam. The winner of the contest is the only entrant with a slogan, Pull a pint for our mariners brave. They can have clean 
chops or they needn't shave. Reaping, Ivy. Could be. Who on earth could write a ghastly... Well, at least we know it wasn't us, eh? The winner of the QE2 prize is Chief Petty Officer Pertwee. What? <laughs> Thank you very much, madam. Thank you. And if you care to give me my first-class ticket, I'll nip down to Southampton and get aboard the finest liner Britain has ever made for me two weeks' trip to the New World. You cheat, Charlotte. My dear wife, Ramona, will never speak to you again. Oh, I, I, I'm terribly sorry, madam. My, my entry must have got lost in the post. It went like this. He goes in a whirl at the sight of a girl and his nickety-knacks go clickety-clack. <laughs> there is no mistake, Captain, except that the code name QE2 has nothing to do with the trip to New York aboard the Queen Elizabeth II. Pardon? <laughs> QE2 stands for my husband, Lord Quirk's expedition to Iceland for two weeks. <laughs> hey, now, wait a minute. No, hang on. Now, wait a minute. Look, you Pertwee don't want to go to Iceland and have a quick egg and a loo. <laughs> Pertwee don't want to partake in a party attended by them fat little fellas with flippers walking about in their evening dress on ice looking as if they were going to a wedding. <laughs> Think again, madam. I think Captain Povey ought to be given a chance. Oh, he did his lyrical no. masterpiece. How did it go? Then a young sailor from Pompey was terribly keen on a rompy. He went into a wall at the side of a gun. Leslie Phillips, Stephen Murray, and John Pertwee have been assisting the recruiting drive at the Navy Lark, written by Laurie Wyman and George Evans. Leslie Phillips was the sub-lieutenant, Stephen Murray was the CO, John Perpey was the chief petty officer, Captain Povey was played by Richard Caldercott, where Admiral Armbridge was Michael Bates, the Admiral was Tenniel Evans, and Mrs Povey was Heather Chasen. The show was produced by Alistair Scott Johnston. <laughs>